ಸಹನಾವತು ಸಹನೌಘುನಕ್ತು ಸಹವೀರ್ಯಂಕರವಾವಹೈ ತೇಜಸ್ವಿನಾವಧೀತಮಸ್ತು ಮಾ ವಿಷಾವಹೈ ಶಾಂತಿಶಾಂತಿಶಾಂತಿ ಪೂರ್ಣಮದ ಪೂರ್ಣಮಿದ ಪೂರ್ಣಾತ್ಪೂರ್ಣಮುದಕ್ಷ್ಯೇ ಪೂರ್ಣಸ್ಯ ಪೂರ್ಣಮಾದೂರ್ಣಮೇವಶಿಷ್ಯೇ ಶಾಂತಿಶಾಂತಿಶಾಂತಿ ಆಪ್ಯಾಯಂತು ಮಂಗಾಣಿ ವಾಕ್ಪ್ರಾಣಶ್ಚಕ್ಷುಶ್ರೋತ್ರಮಥೋ ಬಲಮೇಂದ್ರಿಯಿ ಚರ್ವಾಣಿ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮೌಪನಿಷದ ಮಾಂ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮ ನಿರಾಕುರ್ಯಾಹ್ಮ ನಿರಾಕರೋದ ಅನಿರಾಕರಣಮಸ್ತ್ವನಿರಾಕರಣ ಮೇ ಅಸ್ತು ತದಾತ್ಮನಿ ನಿರತೆ ಯೌಪನಿಷತ್ಸು ಧರ್ಮಸ್ತೆ ಮೈ ಸಂತು ತೇ ಮೈ ಸಂತು ಓಂತಿಶಾಂತಿಶಾಂತಿಸ್ಮೃತಿಪುರಾಣ ಆಲಯಂಕರುಣಾಲಯ ನಮಿ ಭಗವತ್ಪಾದ ಶಂಕರ ಲೋಕಶಂಕರ ಶಂಕರ ಶಂಕರಾಚಾರ್ಯ ಕೇಶವಾದರಾಯಣ ಸೂತ್ರಭಾಷ್ಯಂದೇ ಭಗವಂತ ಗುರುರಾತ್ಮೇ ಮೂರ್ತಿಭೇದ ವಿಭಾಗಿನೆ ವ್ಯೋಮವ್ಯಾಪ್ತೇಹಾಯ ದಕ್ಷಿಣಾಮೂರ್ತ ನಮಃ ಓಮಿತ್ಯಕ್ಷರ್ಮುದ್ಗೀತಮುಪಾಸೀತ ಓಮಿತ್ಯುದ್ಗಾಯತೆ ಜಿಜ್ಞಾಸೆಸೆಟ್ಕೃತಿ what motivates a person to do things kruti bhashyakara interpreted as indriya nigraha indriya sanyama ni <coughs> control over one sense organs chitti kagrata karanam cha and the concentration or focus of the mind meaning samadhi shatka sampatti shama dama samadhanam <coughs> So, Krutim Vijignyasa, I seek to know what is the means of that Kruti, meaning what motivates. 
person to acquire those qualities, which as Bhāsyagara said, vijñāna-avasānāne, then that leads to nishtha, then that leads to shraddha, then leads to mananam, leads to vijñānam, leads to satyavadanam, leads to ativādipvam, which is mukti. Yadāvai sukham lavate athakarote. Only when a person has a promise of happiness, when one attains happiness, that is when one gets motivated, enthused. Satparaha sriyata indriyaha. So when tatparata is there, devotion is there, shraddha is there, devotion is there, when that is there, the Indian Sanyama, Indian Nigra is all there. And happiness means what? Nirdisham, Vakshaman, Laddhimamayaitimanyate. That I will attain the Jivan Muktattvam, Ativaritvam, Satyavadanam, Satyavijnanam, which is Sukham, which is the unsurpassable happiness. That as a result of cultivating this Shamadi Shatka Sampati, I will attain unsurpassable happiness. Hitiyada Manyate. When one understands this, one sees this fact. Tada Bhavati. Then that Krutihi Bhavati. Then that Krutihi or India Sayyama takes place. Meaning that one strives to attain that. Yatha drishtapala sukha krutihi tatha yabhi. Just as in our day-to-day life also, any action you perform, when that action promises happiness. Drishtapala rupam sukham yasyahasa krutihi. So we get motivated to anything when we know that it will generate happiness. Similarly here also, in case of spiritual growth also, one will be motivated when there is a promise of that happiness. Na sukham labdhva karoti or sukham alabdhva na karoti One does not do anything when one does not, there is no promise of happiness. Bhavishnivalam labdhva no, sukham labdhva. So, not that one does, having gained a sukham, dukham, one does not do, no, one does not do something when there is a possibility of gaining dukham. And Mahasakara says, well, will that sukham automatically happen? Athaidayin, krutyadishu, uttarottareshu tatsu. So what is the means of Kruti stated? Nearly Sukham. So then when I do the Kruti, then there is Nishtha, then there is Shraddha, then there is Maranam, then there is Shravanam, then there is Vijnanam, then there is Satya Vidanavadanam, then there is Ativaditam. So it will automatically happen. Natad Vijnaya Prasayatna Karyahiti Happiness will automatically happen there where 
that does not seem to be a need for striving to know what happiness is or any special means of attaining the happiness will automatically happen. Because as the Tikagara said, Sugaswarupasya Satyasya Vijignyasaya Uktatva Satyantve Vijignyasaiti When Sid Nara said, I seek to know what is the means of Satyam. If Satyam is Sukham, so automatically Jignyasa of Sukham also is included. It says, no, you have to know that Satyam is Sukham. Then only the Jignyasa of Satyam becomes Jignyasa for Sukham. Satyasya bi Satyaha Sukhasya Sukhatve Jnanam Vina even though satya means the nature of happiness, but unless you know that, the jnana sadhana kratyadhi pravatyanupatte until then, we will not strive for the kruti and everything that is required. Te jnana Therefore, one has to know and one is to strive for acquiring means of attaining that sukhama happiness. <coughs> So then, next passage says, Yovai bhūmā tat sukham na alpe sukham asti bhūmaiva sukham bhūmā tve vijjñāsa tabya iti bhūmānam bhagavo vijjñāsa iti Yovai bhūma tat sukham. Bhūma will explain as abundant, as infinite. So what is infinite, what is limitless is sukham. This is a very excellent definition of sukham, very important. That happiness can be there only when there is limitlessness. Alpaya sukham asti also says, there cannot be happiness in anything that is limited. So, if this definition is understood, the happiness can be where there is limitlessness. Limitlessness alone means happiness wherever limitedness is there, there cannot be happiness. If that becomes clear to us, then one becomes indifferent to everything that is limited. Even though there appears to be happiness from limited objects, still it is not that limited object that gives happiness, it is limitless self that gives that happiness. There is limitlessness. Where is that? This self is limitless. And therefore, we gain happiness whenever we have a glimpse of that Self. The intensity of the happiness will depend upon the intensity of that glimpse. If sun is covered by many layers of clouds, then as one layer gets removed, you have some, at least some brightness there. 
as the layers of clouds start getting removed, you get bright sun appears brighter and brighter. When the clouds separate, you have the glimpse of the sun. Again clouds come back, it goes away. So also the cloud of the ahankara, mamakara, raga, dvesha, all of this is the inhibiting factor. The factor that obstructs the manifestation of happiness. Just as the clouds are the inhibiting factors. They obstruct the manifestation of sun, which is already there. The clouds deprive us from the glimpse of the sun, experience of the light of the sun. Similarly, cloud of ignorance, ahankara, mamakara, raga, dvesha, abhinivesha, all of these which is the product of ignorance, they all act as clouds and they deprive us of the glimpse or experience of our own self. It's a big paradox in our life. On one hand, Vedanta says that you are happiness. On the other hand, I find myself unhappy. This is totally contradictory. It looks like says no, your happiness, but then it is necessary that you have to experience all that happiness must become manifest. So even though happiness is of a nature, there is an inhibiting factor, an obstructing factor. And all our sadhana is to remove that obstructing factor. It is no doubt, praptasya praptihi, attainment of what is already attained, no doubt. Except that, Whatever creates the notion of aprapti, that has to go. <coughs> so what is praptam? What is already attained? What is already obtaining? There is something that creates in us this wrong notion that is aprapthaṁ is unattained. Even though the tenth man is prapta, is already there. Something creates this notion. The tenth man is lost. I am not the tenth man. Tenth man is lost. Vedanta calls it ignorance. Meaning that there is a phenomenon like this in our life. So this is Vedanta's teaching. Everybody else takes the sorrow as real. And then instructs us into how to remove the real sorrow by real means of happiness, a means of real happiness. Vedanta says, no, sorrow is unreal. Jagat mithya means whether jagat is sorrow is mithya for sure. So whether there is a problem with this jagat is mithya, don't worry. One thing is sure, sorrow is mithya. Or unhappiness is mithya. There is no reason for it to be there. It is a projection. Projection of my perception. What is limitless and I perceive it as limited. The self is limitless 
and I perceive it as limited. And I think that limitedness is real. So limitedness of the self is the cause of all sorrow. And there is no limitedness in the self. There is no, no legitimate cause of sorrow. And so sorrow is mitya. So yovai bhuma tat sukham na alpe sukham asti. So whenever we get a glimpse of that self which is limitless, limitless, we become happy. Clearer the glimpse is, more the intensity of happiness. Clearest the glimpse is, the ecstasy momentarily. The cloud may again come, inhibit the happiness, then again I fall down. There are withdrawal symptoms, you know. Or as next morning, you know, after high at night, there is all that low in the morning. That's what happens to people. <coughs> but this is it. Yo ibhuma tat sukham. That cannot be sukhamasti, nothing that is limited can ever give us happiness. However great it is, as long as it is limited, that cannot be happening. Dushyam, whatever is Dushyam perceived, experienced, then Martyam, that is murder, that limited in time, limited in place. Yad Viditam, then Martyam. What is Viditam, Dushyam, is Martyam, murder, limited in time, place. And that is the cause of dukkha. <coughs> so, na alpe sukham is bhuma eva sukham. Only bhuma or limitless alone is sukham. Bhuma atveva vijignasadabhyayati. And that bhuma, one should seek to know that bhuma. Bhuma anam bhago vijignasadabhyayati. I want to know that bhuma. What's the means of? knowledge of Bhuma, or what's the nature of Bhuma in this case now? So Vashyakara says, Yovai Bhuma Mahata Niratishayam Bahu Iti Pariyayaha Tat Sukham Bhuma is in fact masculine word. But Sukham is uh, neuter, therefore, Mahat, Nirdisham, Bahu idi Pariyayaha, Tat Sukham. So that is Mahat, great or big or large, Nirdisham, unsurpassable, Bahu, abundant. Much plentiful. All of these are synonyms. Pariyaha Tatsukam. So 
तस्य रानगिरी भूमिनः अरवागपि वैशेकम सुखमस्ति इति आशंकायः ऑल राइट वी एक्सेप्ट दैट व्हाट इज अबंडेंट मच प्लेंटीफुल लार्ज लिमिटलेस इनफिनिट इज हैप्पीनेस वी एक्सेप्ट पर भूम अरवागपि in things that are lower than bhuma in things that are limited just as the various limited objects of the world vaishekam sukham asti so there is sukham of the limitless is okay but why do you say yo vai bhuma that limitless alone is happiness we find that limited things also give us happiness and the other arvaram is below or lower those things are less than limitless which are the objects of the world they are also happiness is idhyasankaha says bhashyakara tatah arvaram satishatvat अल्पत्वं Atisham, Sadisham, a limited thing will always have something superior to that, better than that. It will surpass by something. That's called limited. So, Sadishayatvar, Alpam, anything other than Bhuma, if Alpam is limited, and if Bhuma is Niritisham, is unsurpassable. Anything other than Bhuma is Satisham, surpassable. And therefore, it is finite. It is limited. All right. So what? Katham alapattvebi sukhattvam varyade. Suppose the objects and achievements of the world are limited. All right. So what? Why should we, they don't give happiness? फाइनाइट Therefore, tasmin alpe sukham nasti. Therefore, in finite or limited, there cannot be happiness. So the Upanishad says, na alpe sukham nasti. Then Anandagiri says, katam alpattvevi sukham variyate. Suppose something is limited. Why do you say that there cannot be happiness in limited? Why? So what is the relation between limitedness and unhappiness please tell us so limitless is happy is okay 
That does not mean limited cannot be happiness. A limited cannot give me happiness. So what's the reason why Shruti says na alpe sukamasti? There cannot be happiness in what is finite, in what is limited. Why? Alpasrabhasyagara says, Alpasya adhikatrishna hetutva That's what sadhisham surpassable. Anything that is finite can always be improved upon. There's always something superior to anything that is finite. However great you are, there's always, there always was or either will be somebody greater than you. However wealthy you are, there can always be somebody wealthier than you. However famous you are, there can be somebody more famous than you. However strong you are, there can be somebody stronger than you. Always. So what happens? Adhika Trishna Hetutvat. Monitor, did I happen that I am strong? Realize there is somebody stronger than me? It creates Trishna, I must become also stronger. So moment I identify with anything, I am a wealthy person. Right away you realize that there is somebody wealthier than you. Immediately you feel a sense of limitedness. And that arises in you an impulse to become free from limitedness, therefore I must become more wealthy than what I am. Immediately, moment I think that I am wealthy, Immediate thought is, it is inadequate. I am famous, I realize even that fame is inadequate because fame can be more than this. I am well known, you know, Swadeshi Pujyate Raja. Even if I am king, at the most I can be worshipped in my, uh, my kingdom. Swagruhe Pujyate Prabhu. A wealthy person is, well, is respected in his own home. A king is respected in his kingdom. But still what? There can be somebody, so I may be known in my village, I may be known in my district, but there are people who are known in the, in, the, you know, in the state, and people are known in the country, people are known in the, in the continent, people are known in the world, people are known in the all fourteen worlds. Even then in the present, they were not known in the past, may not be known in the future. So regardless of how great an accomplishment is, it cannot be free from the idea of limitedness, understand? I can only become a little blind in my pride and feel that I am something. But moment I become cognitive, and I realize what that something is, that cannot immediately, there will be a recognition that I am limited, I am finite. Because whatever there is in the universe is finite. And if I will get satisfaction by equating myself with something in the universe, I will find myself finite. As far as the sense objects are concerned, 
that we know that you cannot get satisfaction. Ma, we made this laddu in the Ganesha Turti. But we should have it tomorrow also. Two days and three days we should have because when you eat then you still want more. You want next day and yet next day and more and more. Adhika Trishna Anything that is limited becomes a hetu, the cause of Adhika Krishna of greater, more craving. It is a hungry person, you give him two chapatis, he says, my hunger is increased. This chapati cannot appease my hunger. Well, we have a hunger for what? Limitlessness. No limited thing can ever satisfy our hunger. Not only that, it only becomes more and more intense. So, the craving becomes more and more intense. Mashtakara says, Trishnacha Dukkha Bijam Trishnacha Dukkha Bijam And Trishna is Bijam, the cause of all Dukkha. Trishna means craving. Craving is the cause of all unhappiness. That is why, you know, Kodhana, Gajadana, Vajidana, or Ratana Dhana Khan, Jo Ave Santoshadhana, Sabadhana Dhula Saman. Godhana, you may have a lot of cattle. Gajadhana, lots of elephants. Vajidhana, horses. Or Ratana Dhana Khan, you may have a mine of all jewels. Jo Ave Santoshadhana. Santosha means not freedom from trishna, freedom from craving. Then only there can be happiness, there cannot be happiness in a santosha, in dissatisfaction, there can be happiness only when there is santosha or contentment. In discontentment there cannot be happiness, in contentment alone there can be happiness. Trishna hai dukkha bijam. Trishna or craving is vision, the very cause of all the sorrow. Says Vashyagara, says Anagiri, Dukkha Rupam Trishnam Prati Alpa Shira Sukha Svehetvetvevi Katam Svayam Sukham Navadi Asingyaha Dukha Rupam Krishna Alpasya Sukhasya. The limited happiness becomes the cause for only intensifying the craving. Limited happiness becomes the cause for intensifying the craving. I got this much, I want more. Got this much, I want more. Katam Svam Sukham Namod, all right? But suppose Krishna itself is happiness, then what? Suppose limited happiness creates more Krishna. But suppose Krishna itself is happiness, then what? What's wrong with it? So Vashakara says, Nahi Dukkha Bijam Sukham 
दृष्टम ज्वरादि लोके और अल्प सुखम इवन द लिमिटेड हैपीनेस वाई इज इट नॉट हैपीनेस इवन द लिमिटेड हैपीनेस कॉजेज दी तृष्णा और क्रेविंग still it is limited happiness why don't you call it happiness says no nindukha bijan sukam dushtam jwaradi loke jwaradi fever etc which is dukha bijan fever accompanied with all kinds of pain that cannot be happiness similarly you get alpa sukam limited happiness but that contains that that trishna contains the craving so whatever happiness comes always comes as mixed with craving so let let craving be dukkham but alpa sukham is vara sukham says no no anything that contains the cause of dukkham cannot be happiness it can be only a brahma or delusion as laguvasudev mananan said the people who carry burden on their head they also are now oh that's all i have to reach there only and then they they run towards their destination thinking that okay hey, we are all right lot of like, lot of burden is there lot of pain is there but they make themselves believe that they are happy that i'm happy because now i'm going to reach there that's only nothing but notion of happiness there cannot be so people make believe that i am happy all right that's okay but there cannot be real happiness or real well being so master karasis tasmat yuktam नापे सुखमस्तीस्मादुक्तम दर् स्क्वायर प्रॉपर अप्रोप्रिएट अल्पे सुखम नास्ती दिस नो हैपीनेस वॉट एवर इन एनीथिंग दर इज फाइनाइट एनीथिंग दर इज लिमिटेड फाइनाइट थिंग इज सरपासिबल इट कैन बी इंप्रूव अपॉन दर कैन बी समथिंग बेटर और सुपीरियर टू दैट दर् in anything that is finite the idea that this is surpassable this can be better is always contained if we finite the we feel the finiteness is always accompanied by the understanding or idea that this is limited this is not adequate so inadequacy is always associated with anything that is finite therefore the idea that i am inadequate i cannot become free from the idea that i am inadequate when even when i gain the finite may be a great thing and still when cannot be free from the idea that i am inadequate as long as one is seeking adequacy from something other than oneself we become a prime minister great accomplishment No, sooner you become prime minister, you are burdened all kinds of problems that you are now promised in to solve. Before the person becomes even, you know, recovers from his ecstasy of having won the election, 
Right away he recognizes what all problems are here. That's how the thing is. And so one cannot become free from the idea of inadequacy. Whenever one identifies with anything that is limited or whenever one wants to derive satisfaction from anything that is limited, there cannot be freedom from the idea that I am inadequate. And that is the Dukkha. What is, what is, what causes sorrow? That I am inadequate. That is what causes sorrow. Something else does not cause me sorrow. I am inadequate. That's what causes sorrow. So Siddhanagiri Alpasya Sukasya Tukhantarbhave Siddhe Halitamahan. Alpasukam, anything that is limited happiness always is, it always contains dukkha. Always contains trushna and dukkha bijam. So dukkham, potential unhappiness is always involved. In every experience of happiness, there is always a potential of unhappiness. Because that experience of happiness will cause a sense of dissatisfaction. This is not enough. I need more. I want more. That craving is that inadequacy. That itself is dukkha. Therefore, ataha bhuma eva sukham. So that's what Shruti said. Bhuma eva sukham. Therefore, what is bhuma? What is limitless? That alone is sukham. That alone is happiness. Why is the says Vashyakara? Trishnadi dukhavijatva asambhavat bhumnaha. Bhumnaha. In bhuman. Or in Nabandan, in the limitless. Krishna, because it is neratisham, unsurpassable. Only when you discover yourself with Bhuma, when you discover yourself with Bhuma, then there is immediately also the recognition that this is unsurpassable. So, Sukhamatyantikam yattat. Buddhi-grāhya-mati-indriyam vetyatana-sayavāyam sridhas-salati-tattvatah yal-laddhva-nāparam-lāvam man-nyam-chāparam-lāvam man-yate-nādhikam-tatah yam-laddhva-cha-param-lāvam-nādhikam Gaining which one sees this fact that there is nothing greater than this. That's for Bhūman. Meaning that knowledge that I am Bhūman is also accompanied by this knowledge that I am infinite, that there is nothing greater than this, there is no gain greater than this. That knowledge comes along with it. So when that is recognized there, there can be that there cannot be great anything greater than this. So this is the greatest. Therefore now, 
they come with Trishna that now I should have something superior because I recognize there is nothing superior to this. So Bhumnaha Trishnadi Dukha Bijatva Asambhavat. What is unsurpassable cannot be surpassed. When something can be surpassed, then it can cause Trishna or craving to attain what is unsurpassable. In unsurpassable, there cannot be any Trishna because recognition that there is nothing greater than this. That this is it. Uh, reach the destination. And so, this is really the attainment of what is to be attained. Knowing what is to be known. Reaching what is to be reached. Attaining what is to be attained. Becoming what is to be become. This all happens right away. And therefore, there cannot be Trishna. In contentment, then Trishna cannot go together. So recognizing the self, myself as Bhuma, creates complete contentment. And so there cannot be any Trishna or craving in that. Yastvatma Dhevasyat, Atma Truptasyamanava, Atma Nyevacha Santushta, Tasya Kaya Navidyade. Radhi, Santushti, Tripti, all of this comes from the Atma. Nothing remains to be done. There is nothing to be gained, nothing to be lost. By doing something, it does not seem to gain anything because you cannot add anything to infinite. By not doing something, it does not seem to lose because infinite cannot be reduced from what it is. So there is still total contentment. And the Trishna or craving is no place there. This craving that is the Dukkha region, the cause of unhappiness. So the cause of unhappiness itself goes away. What remains is happiness. Trishna di Dukkha bijatva asambhavad bhūna. For bhūman, impossible that along bhūma is there and Trishna is there. That cannot be. Now going to the tika, so here, for example, uh, on the line, what is it, uh, 21, line number 21. So explain the derivation of bhūman. Bahor lopo bhūca bahoho iti sutrena bhau sabdāt bhūma sabdā nishpattehe bhautvam bhūma sabdātaha In Sanskrit there are a number of prefix, suffixes, pratyas. One of them is called imanich, is one of the suffixes. There, that last ich is not done, it doesn't count, iman is a pratyaya. So iman is called imanich. Now, in the sutra there is a whole number of words where imanich pratyaya can be applied. It can be applied to anything. Those words are identified by the grammar, grammarians. So when you apply Imanish Pratyaya means Iman Pratyaya, you know. Then it creates what they call the abstract noun. So there, there is a whole list of us, Prithu, for example. 
Imanis So Prasiman Brudu Mradiman Prasiman Prasiman means great Prasiman greatness is abstract now Nest comes Brudu means what? Soft So Mradiman Softness Mradiman Softness Mahat Mahat also means great So Mahiman Greatness so, Mahiman, Animan, Laghuman, etc. You know, Laghiman. So, Laghu, Laghiman, Anu, Animan, Mahat, Mahiman, Tanu, Taniman, Patu, Patiman. Patu means dexterous. Patiman, dexterity. Laghu means light. So, Laghiman, light and lightness. So, thing is, when you apply this Imnish Pratya, then you get the abstract now. Ness you get. So Bahu, Bahiman, that's how it should have been. But there is special sutra for Bahu. So Bahoho Lopaha Bhucha Bahohoiti. The whole Bahu is replaced by Bhu. What Bahu is replaced, Adesh is replaced by what Bhu. And also of the image that E becomes elided. So Baho plus Imanich, Bhu plus Imanich, the E goes away, so Bhu plus Man, Bhu Man. So Bhu means what? Great, let us say, or abundant. So greatness, Bhu means your greatness, abundantness, you know, plentiness. That's how the meaning should be, literally. So say the Tika. Bahoho lopaha bhucha baho iti sutrena bho shabdhan bhuma shabdhan ispatte bahutvam bhuma shabdhartha So bhuma is bahutvam greatness, abundantness, largeness. But here the meaning is large, not largeness. So bhav bhavitroho avele vakshaya. So great and greatness does seem to be there equated. So greatness means great. So largeness is large. Never human means great, large, abundant, plenty. Bhuma bahu idiyukta. Mahasagara said bhuma means bahu. If you bahu tvam it should be, grammatically. It says bahu, therefore, that Bahutva and Bahu are equal. Bahutva is what? Bhava. And Bahu is what? Possessing that Bhava. Bhavitru. Both are equal. Therefore, Bhuman is called Bahu. Means big, large, abundant, infinite. Adhika Krishna means Adhika Vishaya Krishna. Okay. Because it's surpassable, therefore, there is always a Vishaya which is superior. Nahi dukkha bijam jvaradi loke sukham nahi dushtavidi yojana Okay. We know that anything that is jvara, etc., which contains dukkham cannot give you happiness. Then, Sri Ramagiri, in the line number 17, Bhumnaha saviseshattvam nirviseshattvam vairi prashnapurugam Nirvisheshattam nirdharayati. So 
what is that bhuma? What is that abundant? What is that infinite? Savisheshattam, nirvisheshattam va. Is woman limitless because it is possessed of some attribute? Or Bhuma is limitless because it is devoid of transcend all the attributes? Can limitlessness be there when there are attributes? Or limitless can be there only when there is freedom from attributes or one transcends the attributes? So call it Bhuman, call it Brahman, call it Satyam, call it Paramadigam Satyam, call it ultimate reality, absolute reality or reality. Can this Satyam or absolute reality, can it be with attributes or it is devoid of all the attributes? That's a question. Bhunnaha Saviseshattvam Nirviseshattvam Vayadi Prashnapurugam Nirviseshattvam Nirdharayate and then, now, ultimately, it is certain that Bhuma is nirvisham, nirvisesham, it is free from all attributes. Kimityadana. <coughs> so, Vashyakara says, Kim lakshano so bhuma ityaha aso bhuma kim lakshana. What is the lakshana? What is the characteristic of bhuma? Is it savishesham or nirvishesha or nirvishesha? What is the characteristic of bhuma? In the line 25th, the other, the Tikakara says, Bhuma Shabdasya Uptaritya Bahutvarthakatva. Uptaritya, the verb Bhuman is derived from the word Bahu. And so Bhuman is Bahutva. So, greatness, bigness, plentifulness, that's what is the meaning of the word Bhuman. Thus it says, Sukhatva Bhava, but Plentifulness, greatness, abundance doesn't mean happiness, you know. Meaning the word bhuma, word bhuman, which means abundance or plenty, does not convey the idea of happiness. Tasya sukhatvabhavad. There is no sukham associated with the plentifulness, etc. Parichindatvena alupatva. And anything that is big also is limited. Therefore, whatever abundant bhuma is, is still limited. So, parikshinata alpatva, that means alpam limited. And sukham is, how can bhuman be sukham? Katam tushnaviyatva sambhavayi prashnata. So, bhuman, however large it is, is still limited. Because however large, there is always something larger than that, you know. So even if Bhuma is large, abundant, it still cannot be free from being limited. Any Bhuma, that's what the word Bhuma, Bhuma means, you know, abundant or abundance. And still, it is not free from the idea of limitedness. So even if Bhuma, then Bhuma also will be limited. And what is limited always contain the seed for trishna or craving. So Bhuma, how can Bhuma also be happiness? 
You will Bhuma Tatsukam. How can Bhuma be happiness? Well, Bhuma does not, grammatically, does not convey the idea of happiness. So therefore, Kim Lakshana so Bhumayati. What is the Lakshana or characters of Bhuma? That it is happiness. What is the characters of Bhuma? That it is happiness. So say Tika, Bahutva, Avachinavasana, Bhuma Shabdena. Bhutva Avachin what? That word Bhuma is always distinguished by Bahutva or greatness or abundance. Alpatva Nivritti Lakshanaya. So even though word Bhuma means abundance or great, what it means is that it is not limited. Alpatna nivrti lakshana by lakshana vritti. By vachyatra or bhuman means abundant is also can be limited. By lakshana vritti you should understand that abundant means that it is free from limitedness. Alpatna nivrti lakshanaya trivida parichyeda hita vastuna abhidanad. So, by Lakshana Vrutti, Bhuman is there, which is your Alpatvam, limitedness. And limitedness can be in three ways. So, Deshataya, Kalataya, Vastutaya. A thing can be limited in place, in time, in objectivity or in, in attributes. So therefore, Bhuman conveys the idea. By Lakshana Vrutti, that is devoid of the limitation of time, place and attributes. Trivira parichedraita vastuna abhidhana. So in fact, abhideya abhidhana. So, bhuman is abhidhana, the word for something that is free from all limitations. No purvakta dosha avakasha. Therefore, if you take dakshanavutte, there is no avakasha or the scope for Purvokta Dosha, the defect that he pointed out that Bhuman would only amount to be limited. Iti Ashayavati Shrutihi Shruti is, which is that Ashaya. So that is the whole important, the Tatpariya is important. What is the purport of Tatpariya? What is the intended meaning? What's the meaning intended to be conveyed by Shruti? That is what is important. So that is where the teacher comes. Where the Vachyartha should be there, where the Lakshyartha should be there. Idi Ashayavati Shruti hi bhumnaha lakshanam The Shruti wants to convey that bhuman means limitless. Free from all limitedness. Free from alpatvam. Therefore, Shruti herself conveys Lakshan, the characteristic of Bhuman, to convey that it is free from all limitedness, or it is limitless. And where is limitlessness? Only when there is non-duality. When there is non-duality, freedom from all attributes. So that's why the next passage is, Yatra Nanyat Pashyati Nanyat Shunati Nanyad vijanati sabhuma 
Swayam Ahimni in its own glory or not even its own glory, meaning that there is freedom from the idea of Ashraya and Ashrita. So there is no Ashraya Ashrita, that limit, that attribute also is not there. That's what is meant here. We'll continue tomorrow. Om Purnamada Purnamidam Purnat Purnamudakshade Purnasya Purnamada Yapurnamevavasishade Om Shanti 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 Shankaram Shankaracharyam Keshavam Badarayanam Sutra Bhashya Krutau Vande Bhagavantau Punah Punah Ratmedi Murti Veda Vibhavine Dakshina Murtaye Namaha Om Shantisha Tishanti Hari O Sri Guru Hari O